Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, uh, this is How to Kill an Hour. My name is Marcus Bronzy. I'm Sean. How you doing, Sean? You all right? Very good, bro. Very good. How's things? Yeah, I'm all right, man. I'm all right. Before we crack on with today's show, uh, let's tell you a little bit about the show. This is the show where I, Marcus Bronzy, and my good friend Sean look at the internet, tell each other some jokes, talk about some crazy stories, and of course, talk to each other about how we've been killing time throughout the yep. week. Now, Sean, in the WhatsApp group that we have between us and the brethren, the brethren, the mandem, the click. Yeah, the click. Uh, we've been talking about doing some pretty cool stuff over the next few weeks. I've been firing around some pretty cool ideas. It's great to see that this All fall... Right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> it's great to see that this fall, we're going to be doing some cool stuff. Um, so yeah, I'm going to be that guy, Sean, that's going like, do you want to do this? Do you want to do this? Do you want to do that? Over the next few weeks. And right, hopefully we good, can bro. share that with the crew, uh, which is you, the listeners here of How to Kill an Hour, which leads us on to the first part of the show, Sean, which is called Kill a Bit. Whether it's big, whether it's small, whether it's short, whether it's tall. How you been killing a bit of time this week, broski? I killed a lot of oh, that's time great. over the weekend. So, ba- <laughs> 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 hey, it's not that exciting, I'm not going to yeah, lie. It's yeah, not yeah. That exciting. Okay, go on, go on, go on. Uh, I spent the whole weekend watching the Ryder Cup. The Ryder Cup? Mm. Now... We were talking about this before we press record. You're somebody who really does... Sorry, computer. You're somebody who really does enjoy watching sports. All the sports, except for... Baseball. Baseball. We get get to that in a second. We get to that in a second. (laughs) If you don't mind. Come. So I know know that you watch football prolifically. Mm. I know that you're a Spurs fan. Um, I didn't have to say that. I I just want to... Listen... Is what it is, isn't it, bro? It's what it is. Um, tough season. <laughs> Surprisingly, <laughs> not so far for us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, you're you're a football fan. But I feel like golf is something that I'm f- seeing more and more of our friends get into, and it could be something to do with our age, isn't it? Like golf, definitely something to do with our age. Yeah, because it's not. You have to respect from what, and you. Could, I'm just going in on this, but you have to respect the level of skill going in into golf because if you don't it, it, it must be thoroughly boring to watch because it's got that commentary where it's like and here we have Sean stepping up he's got his I'm going to get all the words wrong by the way he's got his three putter out which has a little bit of extra two ounces of weight at the bottom of it he's used this in the past to putt over 30 yards before <laughs> he's good he's brilliant he's, he's going for another 30 yard putt and as we can see him just line up he wipes the sweat from his brow and then you hear someone in the background go like a tissue and someone goes it's quiet please you know that it's really sh- I love that kind of stuff hey, it, uh, yeah, this, this is how this is how golf commentary goes it's fairly it's fairly like chill and mundane but there's one brother yeah who Wayne 
Wayne Riley. Wayne Riley. Yeah, it's Australian. He comes out with some absolute gems. Yeah, absolute gems. And and I think he does it on purpose. But he will start really loud, and he will like. 184 round on the left, bit of herd in the air. And you just, if you're nodding off, you will immediately you up, yeah, you wake up yeah, yeah. and you'll be like, what's going on? I like it. I like yeah, it. Yeah, I like yeah. it. He always comes out with some mad ones. So, so what part of Jamaica is he, is he from then? <laughs> <laughs> is, he, no, is, he, is he Aussie? Yeah, he's Aussie. Yeah, yeah. Is, is he an ex player as well? Yeah. Oh, I love yeah, that. I love yeah, yeah. that. Because he understands the game. But you've, um, anyway, sorry, you've been watching the Ryder Cup. Uh, what's been happening in the Ryder Cup, bro? Fur- sorry, can you furnish me like the ignoramus that I am, please? Okay, so Ryder Cup happens every two years. All right. It what? is USA okay. versus Europe. Uh, all right. Okay. And so you have all of the players from America versus all the teams. So you have um, yeah. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, you have four balls and foursomes, which are two different. Easy. Easy. There are foursomes being you have, uh, you have a ball and then you'll, you and your partner will use this like you, one person hits the next person hits the same ball four ball both players have their own balls and you play like the whole but there's four of you playing hence the name but you're are you still in a team yeah yeah so, so you're, me you're, and you could play yeah me and you will play I have a, I have my ball you have your yeah, ball yeah or if there's two ball no no so you and then we'll right, be I'm playing against now. and then so let's say we're Europe yeah and then there will be two Americans who also have yeah, a ball each yeah hence four ball okay um and then you have the singles on the last day what's that uh, everybody each for everybody out for themselves yeah 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 so you have like all you do you have a whole list of all the Europeans and a whole list of Americans they they the captains will choose the order and then they they get put together and do, you know, you've got to get um I think there's 28 points in it 28 and a half okay and who who to won win, to win no 28 28 to win and who won who won this year Europe won yes oi, come on oi. Should I be happy it, that we won? Yes, yeah, bro. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, just for the fact that USA, USA yeah. gets hard to listen to after a while, I'm not going to lie. Do they ban that about quite a bit, that, oh, that mate, chant? A- any, any opportunity. Really? Any opportunity. The, the chant comes out and I'm like, ah. Oh. Oh, yeah, and Europe, it just hasn't got quite the same. It hasn't got the it. quite nah, 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 we need to come Europe. up with a, We need to come up with a better. Europe. Or they just were singing, ole, 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 ole. Yeah. We've got a pretty good chance here over over in the UK though I think we've got the best sporting chance when it comes to football or soccer We, I think that's where yeah, our why, chance why did, really why, why did you just say that? just because we're talking about UK, USA I'm just trying to like oh, appease the, 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 the percentage of American audience that listen to Hard to Kill an Hour but <laughs> like there is like a like we've got the chance like obviously for Arsenal ours at the moment is Rice Rice Baby now come on that is it's a good chant it's it's catchy it draws for the late 80s slash early 90s yeah mm, and mm. not very racist as well which is a, is a very good thing <laughs> in football because <laughs> uh, some of the chants that we've had at Arsenal and stuff like that uh, have been a not, little not, bit not PC nah especially the stuff that we say about Spurs and stuff like that but even mm, even I mean, Spurs that's changed yeah, it's, it's yeah, a yeah. tricky one I'm not getting into that but like a lot of football chants as well have been that raw but Rice Rice Baby I just think it is just so it's tasty that isn't it it's, it's tasty <laughs> Yeah, every no, grain I, I of, that, of that. I appreciate. I appreciate. Good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate, stop, stop. <laughs> but yeah, so you've been watching Ryder Cup. How, yeah. how long's it? How long's it last? It's about. It's about ten to twelve hours a day, but it's Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Jeez. So is it one of them ones you can sit down and like dual screen it? Couple emails, texts, kick it. No, no, dual screen it with watching like Spurs game and it. 
Seriously? Yeah. What, you dual screened it with football? Yeah, man. Where, where did and the then, audio come from, though? Which audio did you select? When the football was on, then it was the football audio. Okay. Like, yeah, yeah. I watched a couple of other games as well. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. Like what? What games you watch? Uh, Wolf City. Yeah? Because the person I was watching was... Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wolf City. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and nothing else. Okay, no, no, cool. No, no. All right. Yeah, we'll move yeah. swiftly on. But do you know what, though? I'm, I think I'm starting to understand the catharticness of staying in and watching a tournament like that. That's quite... That's quite... What I like about it is, yes, it's a lot of time, but it's over a weekend. Mm. Like, for me, sometimes I start to lose World Cup fever. Sometimes when one, England get kicked out, especially if it's a shitty way to go out. And two, and I'm not saying the competition is long because it is relatively quick as intense football, but it is quite long to be focused on a specific thing for quite a while for me personally. So the fact that they've got it over a weekend, I like it. It feels like it's a cheeky little event that you get stuck in. I just hunker down you get all your supplies in yeah what supplies did you go for yeah, yeah. well it was necessary to get all the munchies mm. stuff which I thought oh, if I'm not bothered to yeah yeah we can just tuck some, some quick food quick food because I, I don't want to get too distracted from, from the golf you know so go on, what's a quick food Jeremy what's a quick food Sean go for uh, it some, some M&S chicken munchies with some chips some salad and avocado ooh damn yeah, someone's doing alright M&S this isn't you know. just any kind of munchie no, man, it, was special week. Munchies. it was a special weekend isn't it nice, I mean? nice, so, nice. Uh, yeah. yeah no it was good fun it was just uh, no, I, mean, I mean I can understand that it's not everybody's idea of a good time because um, if like 15 years ago you said to me you want to watch some golf I'd be yeah. like no <laughs> definitely not no. absolutely <laughs> not yeah but I will say this there are certain tournaments which just like gets like super tense and exciting and yeah. Ryder Cup being one of them. I used to get, I used to get really get into like Wimbledon back in the day. I haven't done so for yeah. quite a few years, but honestly Ryder Cup get, is, yeah. gets tense as, um, yeah, worth, worth a watch. Nice. I might do snooker this time around as well when it next comes around, because again, it's not the most exciting sport. You can flip it on in the background. And there's quite a bit of time between short uh, shots because, you know, they've got to flip in chalk their cue, blow, they've got to measure, get out the little <laughs> tools or whatever, the protractors and stuff. Ask, that the, they ask use. for the ball to be cleaned. Yeah, yeah, ask for the ball to be cleaned as well. I've, and, watched, I've watched some snooker in my day, but you can't, I don't think you can compare Ryder Cup to, uh, yeah, to, to any snooker tournament. Do you know what gave me a lot more respect for snooker? <laughs> Trying to play snooker. <laughs> Because I've played on pool <laughs> on pool tables before. Yeah, yeah. The pocket, and the po- the, when you play actual actual snooker, the it's the size of a football pitch, bruv. Yeah. Basically, oh, it's, it feels yeah. it's massive, and that's isn't you it? Yeah, it, yeah, bro. Yeah, You're yeah, like yeah. eighteen foot tall. Yeah. So imagine for me, bruv. Every, every shot I take, I've got to use the extension <laughs> thing. <laughs> I've got yellow pages and yeah, the extension yeah. thing. And that's just to do the flipping to set the balls up. <laughs> but um, it's a massive table. That's what I didn't yeah. realize. Like it's enormous. It's not like like they're pretty much playing bowls. <laughs> That's also the pockets, like the angles yeah. of the pockets compared to pool table pockets. Hey, they're much smaller yeah. and the yeah, they're just more a lot more difficult to be a lot more accurate. Could a lot of these sneaker dons, do you reckon, just retire from sneaker dons? Sneaker dons, sorry, sneaker dons. <laughs> could they sneaker dons? Could they retire from snooker and just clear up at pool halls? If the, would they would they t- or is it or is it because the balls? Are, I know the balls are different sizes and stuff. But I mean, if you're smashing it on a snooker table, a pool table. I to be honest with you, I don't know. It is a different, it is a, it is a very different game. Yeah. Cue ball control is king in both. So okay. maybe yeah. that'll be a good one to look up. Yeah. Okay. Chat, chat GPT that. Ask chat GPT. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Hey, have you, I've actually got some chat GPT tech that's coming up. 
that I can talk about coming over here from another country, trying right. to get us a couple of pairs of these. That's what I'm going to say Ooh. for us to review on the show as well. Yeah, yeah, it should be pretty cool. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's how you been time. Anything else? Or you want to leave it there? Mm, I'm going to leave it there, man. I'm going to, I'm going to ask you, uh, I don't really care, but <laughs> go on. Um, if, if uh, talking about f- uh, sports ain't nerdy about enough, we're about to talk about mic stuff. I don't know if you noticed, Sean, I've got a new microphone here. It's a slightly different microphone to the one you have, which is the Shure SM7B, which is like the podcasters. Don't tell broadcasters. me that is the SM7DB. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yo, you just did. You just read the back of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, that's, that's not too bad. Uh, it's not bad, you know. It's pretty good. You got twenty twenty vision. Uh, no, uh, okay, I was going to say because that would that might relate to the product I was, was going to talk okay, about. Okay. But um, basically, yeah. So it's a microphone that we've been using at studio for years. I mean, that's why we sound so. Go- that's why we sound so goddamn sexy. Uh, but yeah, it's a really good microphone that we've been using at studio, and um, they a thing that's always been an issue with the mic is that it's not very loud. Like we always have to put a lot of boost on it. So especially over the last few episodes, there was a little bit of buzzing noises that we had to sort out because there was some gain coming from the desk, and there was a, a lead that was had a lot of energy going through it and there was some interference and stuff like that. Okay. And a lot of that can come from pushing up the gain on your desk. So a louder microphone helps. So basically this microphone has, let me have a look at the back of it again, um, a whopping 28 decibels, Ooh. hence the DB in the name. Yeah, well, I've thought of that. Thought yeah, that. yeah. Thought uh, of gain in it. And you can like literally just switch it on. So let me just turn down the gain. That's me turning down the gain a little bit. Mm. Flip the wrong switch, sorry. <laughs> if I want to turn, t- t- turn up the game, there you go. That's me a bit louder, me a bit quieter, me a bit louder, me a bit quieter. Yeah, the hey, hey, check my one as well. Me, me a bit louder, <laughs> me a bit quieter. <laughs> me a bit louder, me a bit quieter, me a bit louder, me a bit quieter. Yeah, yeah. So um, basically, it's honestly like it's got me thinking I want to change all the microphones in the studio to this. But like the difference, this is the thing that your, your yeah. ears, ear ears are in tune mm. uh, like you can really tell the difference when you're yeah also with the current microphone setup well you've got a something called an inline preamp so you've actually got something that plugs in between where your mic is and the desk mm-hmm. making the volume louder because that microphone is notoriously quite quiet right right okay okay and every time you plug in an extra thing it's one way that you can get a bit of extra feedback or noise because it's like another connection point. Yep. Whereas this mic gets rid of it because it's all inside the microphone. So I have did a YouTube video on it. I'm nerding out on it. Five bills a mic though, which is a, a few hundred quid more than um, a little, no, 150 quid more than what those are. So, so far, um, so, so far, gets, is it worth the extra though? Yeah, because it, <laughs> it, yeah, because I think, I think for me, like it makes it one less thing like when it comes to feedback on microphones but i'd say if you didn't know what you're doing with an sm7b in terms of getting the best out of the sound yeah i'd say not to use it i say i'd say it's like it's it can sound very flat if you don't know what you do in a microphone but also um, I, I, like how long do you reckon you would have a microphone like this for ever honestly out, honestly. out, out of all out of all of the microphones i've had i can't like thriller was recorded on a similar microphone to mm. that like that design of mic that you've got right now, yeah. Michael Jackson recorded one of the greatest albums of all time on it. Rappers use it, beatboxers use it, um, no, but how, podcasters like, what, use it. But how long do you reckon it would, if you bought one of these new, mm-hmm. do you reckon it would last five, ten years? I'll be honest, Sean, I've never known one to just stop working. So I, so this is the thing. Yeah. If you're paying an extra 150 or something like that yeah, yeah, over yeah. the course of its lifetime. Yeah. 
10 exactly, years yeah. that's well that's that's yeah yeah, but if you have no budget and you're starting the podcasting game, I'm not going to tell you to spend five bills on a microphone. Like, you yeah, me? yeah. But if someone like who wants to, like you said, invest in themselves, yeah. But don't forget for us, Sean, like every time, like we, we have four mics in this studio. So that now very quickly becomes a lot more of an investment. Do you know what I mean? So it's, it, it's like it, my piece though, isn't it? So. <laughs> 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 but yeah, man, honestly, it's, it's got me thinking of maybe getting rid of these SM7Bs and getting SM7DBs all over so that we just have less fiddling around with the mics. And then and they look really similar. Like they look really, really close in terms of Yeah, I mean I'm gonna I'm gonna I mean if I you're if you're watching a video right now, you couldn't really tell the di- could you really tell the difference between them both? Looking at the screen, Sean. There you go, there's one next to it as well. Look. I mean It's hard, to, isn't to, it? To 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 the untrained eye, definitely not. If we oops, had some oops, if we had some <laughs> If you had some uh, techs yeah. who yeah. Were, like maybe they'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah. But then I think when you get to a certain level of audio wankiness, unless it's like for a really big kind of out- broadcast output, I get it. There's a certain level, but certain times people with some of their analysis of audio are a bit like, you know, I don't know. Like I feel like I, I know enough about audio to be like, this is good enough. But I also am, am able to compromise with sound as well. Like I don't know how to put it, Sean. You know, like um. Some people's eyes so keen that no one else will notice it. So is, yeah, it, really, yeah, yeah. is it really necessary mm-hmm. for you to have that level of detail? <clears throat> but yeah. anyway, yeah, look, I'm super nerded out. But yeah, thanks to Sean. They sent this to me. They sent this to me so early, Sean. The packaging that they gave it to me and wasn't even the legit packaging. It was like some other packaging and stuff like that. Ooh. So yeah, man, it's, it's fresh, off fresh, the press, yeah? fresh off the press. Man, we've nerded out today, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that was. I know, but you know, <laughs> it's time to step onto our next part of the week though, Sean, which is our... I ain't got the special effects, so I'll do you the effects for you. Oh, okay, okay. Jokes. Jokes, jokes, jokes. Of the week. Week, week, week. Oh, yeah, that week, was week, sick. Week, sick, oh, sick. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, I can uh, stop now, though. Nah, nah, it's not like it. You ain't said it yet. Shit, what's... Uh, okay, Sean. I was so, it, though. So, uh, <laughs> so basically, Sean, um, I've got some Halloween-y jokes. Because Halloween is coming. It's almost upon us. It's almost upon us. It's almost hanging over us. We can see its hairy balls dangling above our head. <laughs> so, <laughs> so the only way to uh, survive and, and, and move forward is to tell some Halloweeny jokes. So I've got some short ones I'm for you, I'm not prepared, bro. It's all right. Bring some next week, man. Hey, next week, I'm coming. All right. Coming I, all I mean, the Halloweeny jokes. If you want, week. you can come with some normally jokes first. I mean, should we do short? You do some short ones. I do some short ones. Then we could get into some longer ones. Should we do that? I've got no short jokes for you this week. Okay, then. Actually, short. I might have one or two. All right. Short jokes for me, is then. <laughs> <laughs> I've got none at all whatsoever. Actually, I might have some here. Okay, cool. <laughs> My family says our house is haunted. But I haven't noticed anything in over 200 years. <laughs> oh dear that's terrible okay my wife wants me to dress up as a band-aid for halloween what my my wife wants me to dress up as a band-aid for halloween i told her it might be a little bit difficult to pull off that's a rough (laughs) and he's really bad oh all right all right right. i got one i got a few more for you then two vampires were passing by a morgue one vampire says to the other, want to stop and suck down a couple of cold ones? <laughs> I have, I, do you know, I really, I appreciated, <laughs> I appreciated you sinking your teeth into that one. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Oh, man. That was a biting comment. 
<laughs> oh man. Oh, oh man. Have you? Oh, I've, got one, ba- I've got one. I've got like, that one away. I've got. I've got. <laughs> <laughs> can always count Dracula on you. <laughs> oh, oh man. man. Oh, sorry. I've sorry. literally got. Thanks. <laughs> 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 oh, right, go on, Are you blood. on a roll? Right, go on, blood. Sorry, blood. <laughs> uh, calm down, bro. Just uh, start coughing right, in a minute. Ah, 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 ah. I've got one. I feel like one. Is it Halloween? No, it's not. It's not, but it's a short one, though. Okay. What do you call a hen looking at lettuce? I don't know. What do you call a hen looking at lettuce? Chicken. Caesar salad. You know what? That's good. I like that. I like that. I like that. I like that. That's a good one. Um, I've got. I've got one more. I've got one more um, Halloween one for you. Actually, right, I've got you. two more. Actually, you ready for them? Uh, I've got. I've got one first before. Okay, not yeah, Halloween go for one. It, go for it. You, you finish yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, go for it then. I was engaged to be married five times, but I never made it to the altar. That's a lot of near misses. <laughs> Near ah. misses, get it? I like that. I like that. I like that. That's good. I like that. I like that. Is it spelled MRS as well? Yeah, of course, uh, obviously. Or misses? Yeah, I like that. I like that. All right, I've got some slightly edgier ones now. Easy. Ever since I made some, oh, not this one. Sorry. Ever since I made some changes in my life, people have been saying that I have the it factor. Wow, this clown makeup and red balloon really do wonders. <laughs> I thought it was going that direction. <laughs> All right. All right. What was the Terminator's worst Halloween costume idea? I don't know. I'll be black. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'm glad you sold that one, innit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's all right. I'll throw all the Irish ones your way, yeah, bro, yeah, in the future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Save, save, save. <laughs> all right, cool. So you got some longer ones, I've yeah? I've got some longer ones. I've got some longer okay, ones. Okay, all right. Start off with, I'll start off with what I, I think is a banger. I'm going to also try to, um, try to commit. I'm going to try to commit to this one. All right, commit. All right, I'm, I'm with you, Sean. A man notices a pirate and asks him, excuse me, sir, why do you have a hook hand? The pirate says, Ah, yes, my me hook hand. A sword cut me right below the elbow. Well, what about your peg leg, then, says the man. Yeah. Ah, my peg leg. A cannonball shot me right below the kneecap. What about what about your eye patch? Ah, me eye patch. I was standing on the poop deck and a seagull pooped in me eye. <laughs> <laughs> a, a seagull pooped in your eye? That can't take your eye out. Ah, but you got to remember, it was the first day with my hook. <laughs> I really should have practiced that. That's one a good one. <laughs> the pirate accent on that was absolutely yeah, four out of ten. <laughs> I'll take that all day. It was the softest pirate as well. It was like, ah, it wasn't it. Argh. yeah, like a really contemplative pirate, like, yeah. a, like a like a nice pirate, like ah, oh, give us her for your gold. You mean nice pirate? You don't think a lot of pirates are nice? Well, you know, oh, I just get they get a bad rap. Do you reckon they get yeah, a bad rap? Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, fair enough. Well, I've I've got a boat adjacent one as well, actually. Hear it. All right. So the IRS, aka Taxman, suspected a fishing boat owner wasn't paying proper wages to his deckhand, so they sent an agent to investigate him. The agent says, "I need a list of your employees and how much you pay them." 
The boat owner says, well, there's Clarence, my deckhand. He's been with me for three years. I pay him a thousand pounds a week plus free room and board. There's also a mentally challenged guy. He works about 18 hours every day and does about 90% of the work around here. He makes about 30 pound a week and pays his own room and board. And I buy him a bottle of Bacardi rum and a dozen Budweiser's every Saturday night so he can cope with life. And he also occasionally gets to sleep with my wife. The taxman says, oh, that's the guy I want to talk to then, the mentally challenged one. Let me talk to him. The boat, in, the boat owner says, oh, that'll be me. What would you like to know? <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. I like that. I like that. Ah, oh, man. Uh, one for me? Yeah. Got a golf one for you next. Ooh, look at the alignment today. It's like written in the stars. Oh, all right, all right, all right. I'm gonna go for this one. Okay. Oh, this is a short one, actually. I'll, I'll start with this short one. I yeah, why not? This one. Go for it. A man come home comes home from a long day at work and asks his wife, "Honey, what would you do if I won the lottery?" Mm. She replies, "I take half." And I leave your sorry ass. Well, he said, I just won two bucks off a scratch. Here's a dollar. Now fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, man. You want to go again with a longer one or is it my turn? I've got some good long. I feel like I've got some decent long one. I've got one that I hope you like. This is, this is, I thought, I thought of you when I read this. A man was playing golf and forgot which hole he was at. He saw a woman ahead of him and said, excuse me, what hole hole are we at? He saw a woman ahead of him and said, excuse me, what hole are we at? The woman replied, well, this is my seventh and you're a hole behind, so you'd be in sixth. The man says, ah, thanks, and returns to his hole. Smitten, he decides to go and talk to her after a few holes. I'm sorry, could you tell me what hole we're at now? The woman smiles. This is 13 and you're you're a hole behind, so you're at 12. The man thanks her and invites her to lunch. She accepts. At the table, they're getting to know each other and the man asks, what do you do for work? The woman starts to blush and giggles a little bit and says, listen, I'll tell you, but you have to promise not to laugh. The man says, okay, I promise. And the woman reveals, well, and the woman says, I manage a tampon factory. The man immediately falls out of his chair laughing, rolling all over the floor. She says, hang on, hey, you promised. And the woman starts to look embarrassed and goes red. And the man gets up and says, look, 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 it's cool. It's not that. It's just that I work in toilet paper, so I'm still a hole behind. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that is a good one. I like that, that one. It's nice, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's nice, yeah, nice, yeah. nice. I like that one. I like that one. Oh. All right. I'm going to go over this one. Mm. A guy and his date were parked on a back road some distance from town. Doing what guys and girls do on back roads some distance from town. As things really started getting hot, the girl stopped the guy and said, I really should have mentioned this earlier. But I'm actually a hooker and I charge $20 for sex. The guy reluctantly pays her and they went on with their business. After they finished, the guy lit up a cigarette, sat back in the driver's seat, stared out the window. Uh, excuse me, where, why aren't we going anywhere? She asked. Well, I should have mentioned this before, but Matt's, uh, I'm actually a taxi driver and the fare back to town is 25 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. All right. So, a woman comes home early and finds her husband in bed with a girl. She's furious and th- threatens to kill them both. She's furious, threatens to kill them both. And the husband says, 
Believe me, darling, this is just a misunderstanding. I swear, I was driving home and we saw this young lady trying to catch a ride. So I decided to give her a lift. I asked her where she needed to go and she tells me she wants to visit some relatives but isn't sure about their address. So I took her home so she could check our phone book. Once there, I saw her dress was pretty ragged so I decided to give her your old dress nearly two years after it's been hanging in the closet. And you never wore it anyway. Then I saw her shoes were also about to fall apart, so I gave her your old shoes, which have been doing nothing but collecting dust for three years. Of course, she thanked me, and then she said, excuse me, sir, is there anything else in this house that your wife never uses? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. That's a good one. That's a good one. Nice, 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 nice. Uh, I this one this one tickled me. Okay, this one did tickle me. Ted, my friend and colleague for many years, called me into his office and told me he was worried his wife was having an affair. I think she's having an affair with Greg from Sales. He told me. I asked him, "What makes you think that?" Ah, uh, well, he explained. Whenever my wife has a coffee, she mixes in a teaspoon of honey, then takes a sip and says, "Mmm," just like my mama used to make it. I nod. So when I went to the break room, I saw Greg and he made himself a coffee and he takes a teaspoon of honey and he mixes it in and he looks straight at me in the eyes and says, I fucked your wife. <laughs> <laughs> that is my kind of humor. <laughs> it just doesn't make any sense. So great. <laughs> oh, that's got a win. Joke of the week. Oh, that is the one of the week, man. <laughs> All right, because we've been doing some wifey ones. I've got a lo- a one last wife one, right? Okay. The other day, I came home from work and my wife was sitting on the couch with my girlfriend. Stunned, I asked, what's going on here? My wife replied, well, you tell me. I told her, it looks like you're sitting here with some total stranger. My girlfriend stood up and said, stranger, we've been sleeping together for t- months. I turned to my wife and asked, my God, is this true? <laughs> little twist little twist in it there um, yeah that's, I'm, I'm done with my jokes for it. I've got some more I've got some more but um, I think we're done for the week man right. for, you got, got, any, got any more I'll save them I'll save okay. them for next week uh, okay. c- collect, sandwiched between some Halloweeny jokes oh nice 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 if, listen look if people want to send us in jokes as well I've noticed oh, people have been do. sending me jokes to um, my Instagram account uh, they've been sending jokes in if you want to send jokes you send them to jokes at howtokillanhour.com and we can read out some jokes, man. Share we'll the jokes. You 100%. And we're also, I've noticed the Facebook group started to kick up some energy as well. So we've actually got, we've got a page, but we'll have a Facebook group where we dedicate that to people posting jokes in there. Nice. And, and also, cre- if, the if you happen to make up some jokes, then you get extra kudos and we will. Yeah. Yeah. I thought you were going to offer some financial like reward there. I was got really worried for a split second. We'll give you some <laughs> extra kudos. I was like, that's the kind of coin that I can afford. Um, so yeah, that is, that's it for our jokes. So I guess it's time for, if you have some, uh, that's cool, Sean, but I've got a few funky headlines of the week. Week, 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 week. <laughs> Kick us off. Um, so this isn't quite, quite a crazy one in terms of um, whoa, cocaine bear style, but we just got to discuss this because at the moment of us recording this, Sean, yep. this is one of those things that's not happening here in this country. But just like COVID was not happening here in this country, it was happening in Wuhan. Yeah, 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 Wuhan. Yeah. And I remember being on this podcast with Funk Butcher, cracking jokes saying, oh, like Wuhan's really far away. It sounds crazy what's going on over there. Like there's this bug and it ended up being this world devastating thing. 
um, just down the road. And let me put this in perspective as well before we crack onto this story. France is closer to us and Sean in London, me and Sean in London. If you're in London, or maybe if you're in, I'd say, Milton Keynes, down to London area, <clears throat> you're closer to these bedbugs that we're about to talk about than the Scottish are, than you are to Scotland. It takes longer for us to get to Sean. If we got in the car right now, we'd be in Scotland. We'd be in France before we got to Scotland. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Easily, right? So France is grappling with a bed bug infestation as authorities warn of a health problem before the Olympics. We're about to have an Olympic, a worldwide athletic festival where there's notoriously a lot of beds, extra beds being used. I was so, wondering, I was wondering where the link came there. You were like, before the Olympics, <laughs> I was like, should it be after? <laughs> well, if it was after the Olympics, cool. But like, yeah, so um, I don't know what your understanding of it is. I've been relatively ignorant, but what I understand at this moment in time, uh, the recording of this um, is for a while now, France has had a bed bug infestation, which is all I know is it's too early for us to crack jokes about it. <laughs> Because we can have a little bit of fun, but bed bugs are absolutely—they're not nice, are they, man? Like they—they they make no, you no, itchy. I've had to. Um, I've had to uh, fortunately, I haven't had to deal with them. Uh, as in, I any property that I've been living in has yeah, had bed bugs. Yeah. But I've had it where people have brought bed bed bugs, brought bed bugs to uh, to you to certain properties, and then I've had to figure out a way of getting rid of them. Yeah, man. And the thing is, though, they're they're not the thing about bed bugs, which I think makes them scarier is that I think you see bed as like, well, you tell me if you're wrong, but for me, I see yeah, bed a thing, as a place it? of refuge yeah, 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 like yeah, after a long day. If the weather's really cold, like it's going to be in the winter across the UK, if it's horrible, if you've had a bad day, if things aren't going right, going to bed can be the thing that fixes it for me. I was in a bit of a mood last night. <clears throat> Someone cracked an off the cuff joke at me like via what's up in my family because my family's like pastime to just rinse me so i got rinsed last night as yeah. usual yeah as usual like, it's kind of like our friendship yeah. everyone just lines up to fucking punch me in the gut <laughs> proverbially physically sometimes uh, but um but yeah so um literally like i, I was like oh, i'm not having that and then i went hang on marcus you might just be a little bit tired i went to bed early did you I refer to yourself in the third person? Yeah, I spoke to myself like that. And I actually said, hey, Mark. Move. <laughs> actually looked in a mirror and said, hey, Marcus. Yeah. And what's mad, Sean, is when the mirror starts talking back to you and you're not saying anything, that uh, is when it's, you've, that's when you've really achieved a high level of... Uh, enlightenment? Narcissism. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, like I was like, go to bed. And I woke up and I felt a lot better, man. A lot better. And when you go to bed, the fact that these bed bugs can bite you, leave you itchy, you bleed a little bit so it can leave blood on your bed, which doesn't look nice. And they brown, if they leave brown marks, it's shit. They shit as well. Yeah, I mean, uh, traveling in Southeast Asia, um, there was fortunately only a single time where um, I was traveling with one guy and he literally, like, lights a Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. And now, and you just see, he's like, just starts like literally shouting i'm like yo bruv what's like chill what's up what's up he's like no nah, bruv i'm just being bitten there's fucking bed bugs oh, shit. so we like and he'd experienced them previously so we like got all of our stuff and then obviously not putting it on the bed you want to put it elsewhere where there doesn't there's not any like soft furnishings mm-hmm. or whatever mm-hmm. and then we had to bounce first thing in the um I had, to, I had to share my bed, bro. Like, was it a single? It was a single, so I had to like just curl up in the right. in the corner. Fortunately, he wasn't like six foot nine as well. You so. didn't sixty nine, no? Yeah, <laughs> sorry, sorry, top of <laughs> sorry, top of tail. I always get those confused. <laughs> yeah, top of tail. Oh, it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't. Um, it wasn't a fun experience. But fortunately, because yeah. I, uh, you have to literally like put all of your gums into yeah. like a bag, yeah. and for like three days yeah. to like kill them and last. Yeah, man. I I remember I went for coffee with someone once who was quite like open, um, and it she was like uni time. I think had I just graduated. I don't know, whatever. But uni times, yeah. And I went for a drink with her, and she like told me that she'd had bed bugs, discovered bed bugs the night before. And I know it's unfair, but that the for the rest of that for for the rest of the coffee, (laughs) I felt like I had my back against the wall. And I know it's not necessarily dirt, right? It's it's an environment that they're in, in it. Like they thrive in soft furnishings. So that's why they love beds in it. I know, yeah, yeah. I know that you like, can li- steam them out or whatever. And like, you can have like tumble dry stuff, but I know it's not, it's not a case of I didn't wash. So I got bed bugs. No, no, to be it's, fair, it's, it's, it's that, that yeah. makes it more scary for me because there's no control in there. Yeah. Like even so like, for example, and this is me not disrespecting the gravitas that COVID has. I knew I could control my exposure to COVID to a degree. So I knew I could wipe stuff down. I could not see people and stuff like that. But bed bugs, I could be as careful as I wanted to be. But if I sat on something for a second, like if I sat on a bus seat or a train seat, however sensible I am, I could still be really at risk of something just climbing on. Yeah, I mean, if you don't take public transport, then you're probably, like, you're probably okay. Yeah. And all Um, our public transport has very soft stuff in it. Apart from the Bakerloo line, which seats seem to have like... um, well, there's some of them are better now, but some other ones they seem to have like fossilized, bro. <laughs> well, it's Bakerloo. It's, it's proper, isn't it? The Bakerloo. I, I, went, I, went I don't even think it's, I don't even think the line's brown. You know, I think it's just the paint. <laughs> I think it used to be orange or like a bright yellow, but all the paint for it has just so been there so long it's gone brown and rusty. Bro, I jumped on the Lizzie line, yeah, and I was like, yeah. and I was like, yo. This looks like you're walking like walking around, being like, this looks like an airport, yeah, like just everything is not and then 
then changed at Paddington and got into the Bakerloo line. And then I was like, it's 17,000 degrees. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. It's mad, it's mad. Like but, dark um, ages. Like, but, you know, you, you can, because like, anyone who turns around and is like, I've got bed bugs, they would have had to have brought bed bugs or someone would have bought, brought the bed bugs to their, their, yeah. their, their flat, their house, yeah. their abode. Their abode, yeah. Their place of dwelling. Yeah. Do you care any more? No, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> Where they like to hang their hat. Where they like to hang their hat. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so yeah, like it's. Um, yeah. I I don't know how it's spread so so bad, or why they why why they seem to be unable to. You got you're gonna. I'm, a no, bit I'm, of info for I'm us? no no no. I'm, I'm having a look at this as we talk. I, I that's the thing. I know that there's been that they're saying it's a public health problem and that it's urgent and the Paralympic Paralympic and Olympic Games are in 2024, which is round the corner, really. And I know that it's summertime now, relatively. It's summer going into autumn. So bed bugs are only going to seek refuge in warm places. And inside is going to be very a lot warmer than outside increasingly over the next few months. So True I think that. that's why there's a worry. And honestly, if there's a pandemic of bed bugs there, how do we, how do you stop that coming over here? There's seats on, there's seats. I, I the, I've not been in the Eurostar for a while, but I swear the seats in the Eurostar are not all ever like, and, there might be some level ones, but even there's carpet. I can't remember, but there's carpet on there as well. All it takes is someone to shake a jacket and a bed bug can fall off, can't it? Or for bed bugs to be in some luggage or like they can, they can travel and they can travel. They can it's travel. not like Ebola. Do you know what I mean? They Where Ebola's like, it's, it's suited for that country in it. Like it is. Oh, bed, scary. Bed, bed bugs can travel, but you still would have to be like, You'd have to be fairly unfold like whatever yeah. you sat on would have to be like riddled and it would have to go like then go onto your arms and then yeah, yeah yes, it's not um yeah, I'm not about bugs. Yeah, but then France it's happened in France and France ain't too far away, bro. And yeah, it's quite tight there, but London ain't too it is it's quite a compact area because humans living on humans. So I just feel like if they get into the West End, bro, or into East London or to get to around some student ends, jeez. If you take the tube, stand up. Stand up on the tube, yeah. People will be standing, um, but then if you're like all huddled up with people, yeah. Oh, imagine being on the tube and just looking at somebody and seeing like a bed bug crawl across their forehead. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what. Yeah. So, so basically, there is big worry, and the state must urgently bring together all concerned in order to to act to uh, act on an action plan, Uh, because such is the scale of the problem in Paris that Mister. I think he's like the public health uh, minister or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, first deputy mayor of Paris. There you go. Uh, said said that on Friday that the treatment against bed bugs should be included in home insurance deals. So, wow, that's going to oh, be insurance companies going to be paying. In fact, there's yeah, okay, yeah. It's, I mean, maybe the only people that are laughing are like extermination companies. Yeah, and for them, this is like oh, I'm they're rubbing hands. Mine. I'm thinking. They're probably and, going around spreading it. Yeah, I mean, I spoke to this, I've spoken on a few pods here and there in content, and other, a lot of other people have said, are we going to start up a company? Like, do we go for Ghostbusters, but have like, what could we do that's like a Ghostbusters slash, because you've got to go with some IP that is known, in it, But not so close to the, you don't want to get sued by a Ghostbusters. You don't want to be like, bed by the yeah, Bed busters? <laughs> bug busters? Bug busters would be cool, wouldn't it? You got bed bugs in neighborhood. Who are you gonna call? Bed buskers, busters, buskers, bed buskers. That's a different thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I 
um, well, yeah, yeah. We'll speak. We'll speak about this. <laughs> we'll speak. We'll pick up. We'll pick yeah, up on go. this as a, a later time. But um, after, yeah. So basically, um, cinemas are putting emergency uh, procedures in place already. And well, can you just put like just do what my family do in Malaysia and yeah. just wrap everything in cling film? Well, that's the that's the thing, right? I I've realised that that's like a. I'm going to just use a sweeping ethnic statement. We in in the native countries used to dealing with stuff like this, yeah. Mm. And it's wrapping stuff in plastic helps, and not having furnishings that are as you know full of foam because obviously it's warmer anyway, in it. So you don't really need a, a yeah. super deep, comfy like warm sofa because the air is hugging you. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Air's giving you a nice warm hug. But um, yeah, I don't know, man. But all I know is every time I talk about it, and I've been feeling like this. I've spoken to you. I feel a bit itchy. Yeah, I. And I, um, I, yeah, so. Mm-mm. I mean, I'm really, I'm, I'm thinking about walking everywhere now, bruv. I don't want to get the train anywhere. So I'm thinking about just walking. And I did a lot of that in lockdown anyway. Like I did a lot of walking, like, so from the studio to West End, I'd walked in a few times. I got a few mates of ours. Nim, he walked, he, he walks home from West End here and there. You get me? I got what a few friends from Paddington. Would you just like, <sighs> you'd grab the, grab the think window and try to like, hover, <laughs> you hover, you hover off, off the, <laughs> They're the oh, oh shit bars. That's what you call oh, them. You hug, yeah, you hang onto the bars and just swing like core strength would be amazing. Oof, yeah, that's a lot. Sounds like a lot of effort. Yeah. Oh, Ubers are going to have that thing where they've got the plastic separating the uh, driver and the no, passenger they'll just, again. They'll just have the plastic on the seats, right? But when you also want to put out, like I don't know, just in case the person leaned over and touched you on the shoulder and a couple of bed bugs ran off. I'm not They're exactly risky. sure that's how it works. It, it could though. Sure. Hypothetically, like, could it happen? <laughs> if it, it could it happen? Could somebody flick their arm and fire a couple of bed bugs <laughs> at the back of your head if you were driving them as a Uber? Could it happen? And if it could, Sean, that is the possibility that we need to avoid. Okay, do you know? <laughs> cool man. <laughs> Sean's like, shut the fuck up, bro. Uh, I got a fact for you. If you want to do something, if you, have, you right. got, have you got a talking point? I've got, I've got one. Yeah, cool, 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 cool. I've I've got a fa- I've got a real fact for you. Um, not that that wasn't real, the bed bugs thing. But yeah, like, that's real and scary at the same time. Yeah. So this is uh, in Philly, Delphia. Not Peens. Born and raised in the uh, playgrounds where I spent most of my days. So relaxing, relaxing, all good. This this guy, um, he tried to take his support gator into a baseball game and they didn't let him by the way Sean is this by any chance an emotional support alligator this is an emotional support alligator so you're telling me there's a man that had an emotional support alligator and they Mm. didn't let him take it to the baseball it's just harsh isn't it bro there's so many wrongs in that story that I'm just gonna have to ask you to give us some more information before I before I flip in let him have it so Wally, the emotional support alligator. His name's Wally. Of course, he's 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 fine. He's he's cute. Yeah, he's five foot long. Um, <laughs> he's still a baby. Um, what? Yeah, yeah, five foot long uh, baby. So, Henny, this is the chap who um, tried to bring him in. He said, uh, "I lost three family members and four lifelong friends in two weeks." To alligators. <laughs> Bro, that sorry. is a sorry, not to alligators. That <laughs> is a tough two weeks. What to um? He lost three family members. What and four lifelong friends in two weeks? I'm sorry, I I was too busy cracking the alligator joke. That is a really hard few weeks. So sorry about that, man. Damn, I thought that was like over your over your over his life. Two weeks. 
Um, like were they all individual? Was it, a, was it yeah? Like was it like a, a car crash or something like that, or was Damn. it? Or was it like because if if that happens again, if you can think it, it can happen. Surely there's people out there where there's just been coincidences of that happening. I mean, we've we've had a friend that's come here um, from another country for two funerals in the same week. Damn. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. Yeah. It's possible. Yeah. Yeah. He says, uh, "I shut down in a big deep depression." Yeah. Um. And he told God in 2022, soon after, Alfred Doctor noticed he'd been doing better. And he said, I'm hanging out with my alligator. <laughs> the Jew became a viral sensation as he, he walked Wally about. Uh, and then, um, yeah, his, they call it a bold attempt to bring him into the stadium. And they didn't allow him to bring him in. Where, where do you, where do you uh, stand on this? Yeah. Um, I'm here for any kind of support animals, right? I'm going to get into the jaws of the subject. Yeah. Mm. Let's get into the, yeah, let's, uh, let's. <laughs> Fuck. Kill <laughs> <laughs> one. Oh, I, 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 no, but how you, like. Um, I'm in, I'm up for emotional support animals, right? But at the end of the day, if there's potential that that animal could really like wreak havoc then I may maybe it's best not to let them bring the alligator in because I'm going to say sure no. I am 100% with you on this <laughs> because <laughs> dogs are quite domesticated they're domestic dogs I don't know of a domestic breed of alligator yet what so <laughs> apart from this one so what if this alligator is just flipping pissed off with like you know like when you have you ever seen like when when like when it's like those documentaries like when killer whales turn do you know what I mean like when yeah. dolphins have had enough and and Kill, when, killer whales killer whales was a bad example because like it's kind of in their in name, their name isn't it? yeah <laughs> well you know what I mean no, but it's like it's when like you, uh, dogs or yeah. even like dogs who they they've just like snapped on their own after yeah, man. after just years of just like I, I, <laughs> trauma yeah. you know it, and in my head I'm like. Every time I feel, honestly, I feel bad for the owners and the people that are working in these things. But I feel like the animals have just gone, I'm fucking sick of this shit. <laughs> That's what I feel like they do. Like, yeah, like, I'm fucking sick of this shit. Like the fucking dolphin goes, yeah. take this fucking tuna that you're throwing and shove it up your ass. Or like the dog that turns around and goes, I don't want to play fetch anymore. Fuck you. You're a good boy, bitch. Do you know what I mean? I feel like they're doing that. <laughs> yeah. Now with a dog, because it's domesticated, we can like manage that, right? It can still cause some degree of havoc. Of course. But I, I, I believe, I may be wrong, if you train a dog well and make sure it's well looked after and not bored, you should have zero problems, right? Relatively, right? To have like a happy, well brought up dog, like human, do a madness is very rare, but it can happen. Mm. However, with an alligator, it's, its nature is to bite onto things and twist around until it gets a chunk out of them. It is is one of the wildest animals. So advanced it is as a predator. It has not evolved for like millions of years. <laughs> yeah. Like it is the, an apex predator. It yeah. really is. But it's so, but it's a baby and it seems Waldo, isn't it? Well, yeah, it's cute. But what if Waldo's just like an apex predator going, I'm going to bind my time. And once he's and in was, that, once he he's was in that so stadium. close to the baseballs that he was there. He was there licking his lips. And security said no. And then he said he went. <laughs> he was going to wait until like the Oi. fourth quarter of base. I don't know if baseballs quarter is it quarters third. I don't. He's going to wait yeah. until like the, the third, fourth, the fourth third or whatever, and then just go wild. He was so. Cl- this would have been the perfect crime for Waldo. Yo, I imagine how many years 
how many years he was pretending to be yeah. a support alligator for entrance to the Philly Stadium to carry out his plot that he's been, you know, putting together. Could you imagine? For years, since 2015. Yeah, man. All the other alligators that he speak to have said, bro, it's not going to work, Waldo, man. It's, he's, he's, he's like, no, play the long game. Play the oh, long game. Oh, you just called him by his full name. Is it? Sorry, is it Wally? <laughs> Waldo, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You don't even call me my whole name, calls me Wally. Um, but Wally, like, you know, he was playing the long game. He's been an emotional support alligator. He found his perfect, his perfect um, a mark. He said, look, I found somebody who has had so much loss in their life they can overlook the fact that I'm a fucking alligator. Wally is manipulative, bro. Alligators be manipulating, bro. Apex predators, bro. Apex predators. So how do we know that he isn't playing the long possum? The long possum game. He's playing cute. Wolf in sheep's clothing. I, I alligator in just, alligator in support animals' clothing. Just got a high vis on. High vis on. <laughs> but you can imagine though, innit? At a baseball game today in Philadelphia. An alligator decapitated three children in his life. Yep. Well, saw that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like whenever we read those, like those stories, now we're like, yeah. So how did an alligator come in? Well, the owner alleged that his alligator was actually an emotional support worker, and in an un, 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 um, unimaginable turn of events, this and I'm like, unimaginable. No, I could imagine this happening. If you had let me know prior, we would have told yeah. you that this this was probably going to happen. Yeah. Um, Imagine we went to the sports one day and we sat down and we like looked to our left and we saw a, a, an alligator just sitting next to you, like with a hat on for the team, a little one of those clackety things. <laughs> Are you saying that? Like a foam hand. A foam hand. Like a corn dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A corn dog in one hand, maybe a beer. I'm going to be quite nervous, man. I'm going to be quite nervous. So I think the lesson that we learned from this is, look, Call him Waldo, but like it's full name. Wally, yeah. Like, Waldo, I'm on to you, bruv. Like, we, we, we can see you. It's not too late. You've done so much good. If you just stop now and go back to where you came from or continue the goodness, you're on the righteous path. But if you turn around and do a madness, yeah, Sean and I will take this footage as evidence and use it against you. Character evidence <laughs> in a court of law. I don't know if that's how law works, but I've said some lawish type words. You did. It sounded very TV. legit. Objection. <laughs> Sustained. Sustained. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Um, oh man. So yeah, honestly, I do feel sad for Wally's owner, but I will say though, at the same time, you, you gotta be, you gotta be understanding to like, there's going to be people who are very uncomfortable mm. about potentially losing one of their limbs whilst trying to, I mean, trying to enjoy a basket, a baseball game. Is that, is that possible? I don't know. Can you enjoy a baseball game? It's, that is so, that is one of the coldest things you said, you know, that is cold blooded. <laughs> the way that you snuck it, that was sneaking on Wally, you know, sneaking on Wally. Did you set this whole story up just to give it, just to get, just to rinse baseball? Um, I, I reckon baseball seems like a good day out to, but it seems like one of them sports where I could get away with not watching it. Like I'd enjoy the corn dog. I'd enjoy the drinks. I'd enjoy like watching all that. Yeah. The, 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 so not baseball. The hooping and hollering and hollering and hooting, hooping, <laughs> hooting around it. Yeah, just the baseball bit's a little bit boring. But we have got cricket over here, which is similar, right? It's not similar. Is it not? It's not. In terms of pacing. I would also say that, I would also say that like, test cricket is five days and you can draw. That's long. That's long. That is the That's opposite long. of Ryder Cup, bruv. Because Ryder Cup's like, wrap it up in three days. 
Yeah. Five days for a draw. Yeah, five Get days out. for a draw. So yeah, I, I can I can understand that. Um, yeah, yeah, I would say um, I, I wouldn't like. To, I don't like. I'm not going to put them in the same ballpark. Okay. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Fuck you know you've been swinging today, bro. <laughs> That's out. <laughs> Boy. <laughs> Uh, can I Kill. pitch another idea to you right mm-hmm. now one more before you finish yeah, you actually it's let me like get, dragons then bro actually, never, you actually let me get away with that uh, yeah. pitch uh, oh. oh did that go over your head oh come on oh, add, a bit, of, think, add oh. a bit of spin on it while <laughs> I just <laughs> a bit of sauce <laughs> <laughs> bit of spin oh man they, 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 that's what they call in uh, they call that in I think where is it is it basketball is it golf Where they yeah they put spin on in golf when they, we put spin on the ball they call it Put a bit of sauce on it. Are you serious? Yeah, bro. We need to take that to other sports. I'd love that. Put a bit of sauce on it. Yeah. I want to hear that in the Premier League. If I get into sports commentary, I will make sure I slip in the sauciest words, bro. I'm, 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 I want to create vernacular. I want, I want, because there's ways you can do commentary. You can have key phrases that bang, which I think is good. Are but, you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> They think it's all over. It is that come on, classic, right? And what was the one for the what's, what was the one for the the city when they they won in the last minute? And it was like, drink it in, yeah, drink <laughs> it in, lads, <laughs> yeah, like that. Um, but I'd I'd like to also be the one that just throws the little nuggets in all the time. Like I'll be I'll be dropping them in, like do you know what I mean? Like, uh, it's got more. I'll be like, it's got more sauce in it than a Heinz factory. Do you know what I mean? I'll be, I'll, I'll be that kind of stuff. Have you not? Do you not? Do you know who Ray Hudson is? No, 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 no. So he's a Northern Irish football commentator yeah. and he says the most outlandish stuff. Love he it. goes, oh, it's a dream, a wet dream of orgasmic proportion. <laughs> yes. Rami comes out with some mad ones. Oi, that's oi, what I'm you want. Send you a video. Yeah, yeah. Send, send me a video. A video. We, we need to check him out on the show. Next oi. week, bring him on the show and we'll check him out. 100%, 100%. Like that. I've, I like kills me. Cammy, like obviously big respect to Cammy. I know Cammy's had been known for his kind of comedy blunders as well, but some of the stuff that he says is iconic. Yeah, like, you know, yeah. in there like a fairy double, <laughs> like that kind of stuff. Like, come on, give it to me. I love that kind of stuff. So like bring that man. So if I was doing sports commentary, I would really sad that Fanzone has gone now from Sky. Do you remember that yeah, Sky? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was like I, to, be honest, I, to be honest, I never really, I saw little clips of it and yeah. it, was, it was it was pretty funny but I never actually like I reckon they should go for it they, they could make a whole show out of it just get two comedians to do the to do the live mm. commentary every single time right anyway Sean before we get out of it I've got a quick quick fact for you right okay you actually lose a large percentage of your taste buds while on a plane this might explain a lot about those less than stellar in-flight meals or why you find yourself craving the saltiest foods whilst you're in the sky have you got any like scientific reasoning behind this? I am on the BBC Future website, bro. Yeah. Okay. Now, if that's okay. not a responsible source, I don't know what. No, is. I, I didn't say that your source was. I felt the aggression in no, what you no, said. No, no. I, <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't checking your source. The Check. way you pointed that accusatory finger at me, bro, it was like. If it was a gun, it would have been a magnum oh, full full, like was, dirty Harry Grubb. I was intrigued. Yeah. As to the science behind it. Okay, right. So, when your taste buds are way above the clouds, your normal sense of taste goes right out of the aeroplane's window. Yeah? Oh, God. Keep going, Mark. 
So your taste buds and sense of smell are the first thing to go at 30,000 feet, says Russ Brown, director of in-flight dining and retail at American Airlines. Oh, you would say that, wouldn't and you? That's what I'm saying, bro. <laughs> this guy, he's like, our meals don't taste shit. It's just that your taste buds are when on a plane in the sky. Uh-huh. Sure, Russ. <laughs> I don't even know that's his name or whatever. His, his name's Russ, but you call him Russ. That, Russ. And that's how I disrespected it. When you're like, whatever, Chris. <laughs> hey, my name's Russ. All right, Cross. Uh, whatever, Chris. Uh, so flavor is a combination of both, and our perception of saltiness and sweetness dropped when we're in a pressurized when we're in a pressurized cabin. Everything that makes up the in-flight experience, it turns out, affects how your food tastes. Food and drink really do taste different in the air compared to the ground, says Charles Spence, professor of experimental psychology at Oxford University. There are several reasons for this. Lack of humidity, lower air pressure, and the background noise. Background noise? Right. Are, okay. we, are we talking about background noise from a taste perspective? I don't, maybe, maybe noise could... If somebody was in my ear going, while I was eating my favourite food, wouldn't enjoy it as much, you know? Can noise affect what you enjoy? Have you ever had? I mean, the smell obviously, um, yeah, 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 plays a big part. Because yep. um, I learnt. Are you going to hit us with that fact? Aren't you gone? No, I'm not going to do it now. Oh, you got to do it. You got to no, do, no, no, no. do it. I don't know what you're talking do about. Do it smugly. I don't know what you're talking about. You look. Come on. No, I, honestly, I've our listener is on the edge of their seat right now. About, I, I, about I don't know. Cl- what, they're about to close the podcast I, and listen to a, a proper science <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Skittles. <laughs> <laughs> no, bro. Hey, hey, listen, listen, listen. Supposedly, Skittles all taste the same. They just change the fragrance, the scent of the Skittles, really? and that what that's what makes you um, perceive it as orange or blackcurrant or strawberry or lemon or lime. Okay, so we're going for the crazy, the sour flavors. No, I'm joking. <laughs> so then I get it then so, so really though in effect though changing because smell taste is like 70% smell or whatever is that right something like that that's the fact I thought you were going to hit us with that's like no oh. no 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 but I mean is that is that a fact or is that you just, is, you just made <laughs> I may have just pulled the numbers out but I've the sky but I've I read I've, I think it is like more of your smell is used within taste and you think so that is actually proven with the Skittles fact that you just dropped I mean us. also the fact that if you have a blocked nose and you try and eat something most yeah, of the time man. you can't taste too much yeah. think about it if you're eating dinner and someone was to I was going to say something so disgusting so, wipe something disgusting on your top lip whatever you're eating you're not enjoying it, it? <laughs> oh I'll let your mind decide what no, that disgusting thing is it's better that I didn't say it innit because it means you've picked something worse I don't know what I think you could I be like, thinking like oh my gosh guacamole no I love but, guacamole yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. know I, I'm, I'm good that was a euphemism for baby shit <laughs> 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 Come on. Uh, sorry. Anyway, right. Sorry, Sean. Sorry, Sean. <laughs> Dog shit. Uh, dryness and low pressure. When you step on an aeroplane, the atmosphere inside the cabin affects your sense of smell first. Then as the plane gets higher, the air pressure drops while humidity levels in the cabin plummet. At 30,000 feet, humidity is less than 12%. Drier than most deserts. Christ. That's why you lot... Maybe... Did you notice that when we last went away on our little yearly trip? That when I'm on a plane... I put a mask over. I did. I did this before COVID. I put a mask over my face still because the mask just stops me losing that little bit of extra moisture. Because if I sit on a plane for like longer than three hours and I fall asleep and start catching flies and my mouth open, guaranteed sore throat for like three days, okay. maybe even a cold. So I literally cover my face. I look a bit like I have Sus. a sensory overload problem because I've got like an eye mask on, face mask on, and headphones on at the same time. Damn, so nice, bro. 
damn 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 but yeah so um so yeah dry the most deserts i don't know do you get this as well or is it just me being weird yep no, <laughs> no i mean i i like, like there's a lot of times where people will be like oh i've got sore throat and x and y because i've just been on the plane so you know, yeah i i mean you just rinsed what i say when i come off a plane Oh, well, ow. why are you using I'm that voice for me for? Why are you using I'm the voice? Really, that's the it. voice you use for me. I'm going to rinse it anytime. <laughs> <laughs> oh, why are you so like an old person? Oh, dear. Fuck's sake. Oh, I'm too tall. Oh, the seat's pushing into my knees. Oh, oh, oh dread. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this must be so tough being tall. Uh, <laughs> dread, man. Dread. Yeah, I remember you when it's time to get your luggage out the overhead locker and it saves. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right anyway the combination of dryness and low pressure reduces the sensitivity of your taste buds to sweet and salty foods by about 30 percent aka one third i did that in according oh, to t- <laughs> i sick maths bro according- hey, let me write that down. <laughs> just listen a third according to a 2010 study conducted by germany's Fraunhofer institute for building physics commissioned by german airline lufthansa to investigate, the researchers used a special lab that reduced air pressure, simulating cruising at 35,000 feet, as, which is also 10.6 kilometers, as well as sucking moisture out of the air and simulating engine noise. It even made the seats vibrate as an attempt to mimic in-flight meal experiences. Interestingly, the study found that we take leave of our sweet and salty senses only. Sour, bitter and spicy flavors are almost unaffected. That's why that Bloody Mary tastes so banging up there. But it's not just our taste buds. Up to 80% of people think it's taste it is in fact smell we need evaporating nasal mucus to smell but in the parched air ca- cabin air odor receptors do not work properly and effect and this effect makes food taste twice as bland it also would make all skittles taste the same what so- ah you're so airlines have to give in-flight food an extra kick by salting and spicing it much more than a restaurant would at ground level proper seasoning is key to ensure food tastes good in the air says brown at american airlines often recipes are modified with additional salt or seasoning to account to the cabin dining atmosphere no wonder you're so flipping thirsty like a you're in a place where it's just sucking all of your moisture anyway yeah and also they're just like putting enough salt on your food so yeah man and also like um yeah, like yeah, good point, bro. Um, <laughs> so sick. <laughs> Do you know what threw me is I was just trying to get some more info at that article, and they said that umami notes of tomato juice are stronger in the air than on the ground, and I just, just did. I did just mention, and I hadn't read that bit because um I hadn't researched as far into this article before I brought it. To you. <laughs> um, people say that nasal sprays um if if they help if they use those that can help um and umami tastes these are random facts they've got in umami tastes are actually enhanced by loud background noise as well apparently what's this thing about this thing about noise and taste being and smell being linked i was i was Mm. massively unaware of this yeah until this enlightening moment there you go i also now i also now want to take uh some plain food and then wait until we land, what if it go bangs? out, go out and then try it and be, maybe you try it and you'd be like, man, this is super salty. Like, We're getting on a plane in a few weeks. So maybe we should get a, uh, get a food, get the food, <laughs> get some food <laughs> and bring it down with us. But the airline that we're flying with is probably going to charge us 700 pounds for the food. Worth because hundred percent worth, worth, worth the science. For science. science. Okay, cool. For science. All right then. Should yeah. we do it? Yeah, man. I'm on it. All right. Cool. 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 Yeah, Let's yeah. do it, man. But yeah, there you go. So, so in essence, 
Oh. Um, oh, I didn't even, I didn't even do that. Oh, a little susan at the end of comedy at the end of it. Do you like that? A little sprinkle. Oh, oh, fucking hell. Curved out a bit of sauce on that. <laughs> fucking hell. Oh, man. Damn, man. It's like I've just assaulted the words, isn't it? Aggressively. Stop that. <laughs> just <laughs> assault. It's worse than a pepper. <laughs> I I think we right, let's land this let's land this episode now. <laughs> let's land this. Oh, come on, let's get back to ground, bro. Let's do this. Uh, thank you for listening to this episode of. Uh, actually, wait. Let's give you the fact again one more time, just to be super clear. Uh, <laughs> did you know? Fact: You actually lose a large percentage of your taste buds whilst on a plane, and that might explain a lot about why those less than stellar in-flight meals. I've messed up. You actually lose a large percent. <laughs> Did you know you actually lose a large percentage of your taste buds on, on an airplane? That ex- might explain. Well, you know what? I think I said it. Go there, bro. <laughs> yeah, go on. <laughs> uh, what am I going with? You actually, you actually lose a large percentage of your taste buds. Uh, uh, well, uh, sorry. So what does it say? Sorry. Is it the top? The top line. <laughs> you actually lose a large percentage of your taste buds while on an airplane. This might explain a lot about those less than stellar in-flight meals or why you find yourself craving the saltiest foods while in the sky. There we go. Uh, and that's it. But um, that's been this episode of How to Kill an Hour. I've had a laugh, Sean, man. I've enjoyed <laughs> myself. Good, it's been really, really good. Um, make sure you follow us on Facebook. We've got clips up there. We're going to open up the Facebook group where you can share jokes in there oh, as well do, please do uh, or if you want to send a joke to jokes at howtokillanhour.com that's great I'm at Marcus Bronzy on all social medias where are you Sean? I'm at Sean's house house flat <laughs> house abode. flat abode abode where he hangs his hat of dwelling and his shoes hanging hat yes. location yeah. home is where the heart is that peace <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.